Good morning, everyone. It was just rainy, beautiful day, right? Well, you, you know, look at it this way. Without rain and spirit, there's no life, right? So we need the rain. Let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We have, all, we have very short readings today, but there's a lot in there. And let's put it all together, I hope. The themes of today's readings really basically is, is our uh, faith, humility, despair, compassion, and joy. And we're going to talk, we are going to mention all these in my homily today. So what I want you to do is try to figure out when I say them. So you stay awake, okay? <laughs> so let's begin. Well, the first reading is today from Leviticus, from the book of Leviticus. A good book to read when you're already tired and you want to go to sleep, right? You can go to sleep right away. But basically, it's really a good book. It's a manual intended to give instruction to God's people on how to practice living according to the laws and the covenant that God gave the people, gave Moses, gave them through Moses. It does much more, however. It goes on to describe in great detail what to do about infectious diseases and more. For example, the verses we have read in our reading provide information to a person afflicted with leprosy. The disease of leprosy, as we all know, could devastate the entire community. So God gave them medical procedures on how to deal with this problem and what to do and what the person should do if he is to, to be healed. The reason I'm telling you this information now is because it's really good for us as we get into the gospel later on. But so where Jesus and the gospel, as we know, Jesus healed a leper, which was an incurable disease back then until Jesus showed up to the scene. So today, leprosy is called Hansen disease, which can be cured with medication and antibiotics. Lepers, as we know, as we read in the gospel today, were excluded from the community, forced to live away from their own towns and their own families. And they were required to call out and clean and clean as they traveled from place to place to let everybody know that they are unclean. Don't turn closer to them. They suffer greatly, physically, socially, emotionally, and even spiritually, as leprosy was believed back then to be a sign of God's punishment. This background gives us a great insight into the gospel reading of today. In the gospel of Mark, we read that Jesus, who came to proclaim the kingdom of God, approached a leper and healed him. Teach him. He touched him and healed him. Note that for the Jews with, who are familiar with the Leviticus, this action was not just abnormal. It was astonishing to them because Jesus would get close enough and touch a leper to heal him. This is unheard of way back then. But the touching and the closeness is not the main message here in the gospel. The gospel invites us to be, to meditate on the faith and the humility of this leper. 
who is considered to be impure and unclean. The healing of the leper is, I believe, a representation of the salvation that Jesus calls everyone to embrace, to embrace with faith, hope, humility, and an open heart so that our Lord can mold us and transform us into his divine will. We will get back to the gospel in a shortly, but for now, let's say that God wants you and me, wants you and me to be transformed. He wants transformed indeed. And is it not what, the, what we hear today from the psalm? That those who approach God with an open heart and with faith will be transformed and become anew. Let us hear the psalmist again. He said, I turn to you, Lord, and I confess my faults in times of trouble. And you fill me with the joy of salvation. So be glad in the Lord and rejoice all of you, all of you who are just and upright of heart. And in the second reading of today, the Apostle Paul continued the same theme of transformation. He is telling the Corinthians to be transformed by the gospel and to avoid giving offense to anyone, especially to the church of Christ, to the church of God. He implored the, implored the Corinthians to give glory to God in everything or whatever they do, meaning to surrender their wants, demands, and the worldly desire in order to bring others to him. He has to be the magnet. We have to bring people to him. Paul also wants us to be imitator of him as he is imitator of Christ, of God. The entire chapter 10 in 1 Corinthians is about warning the people not to go astray and not to make the same mistakes their ancestors did or made forgetting the blessing that God has given them and returning to their old way of life, embracing idolatry and indulging themselves in immorality. Paul encourages them and us today to stay on the saving relationship with him. Today we definitely fit the bill for that warning. Going back to the gospel, one could say that the leper stayed in saving relationship with Christ. At least he tried to. I have a few points to make about the gospel here, and here we go. First, with his incurable disease, the leper came to Jesus humbly, falling on his knees and asking and professing in faith, saying to Jesus, if you wish, you can or you can make me clean. See, he did not demand of Jesus. You see, what Jesus does, as Father Mark has been telling us all along, Jesus opened the door for us, right? And we have to enter it. He does not force us to enter the door. We have to enter it ourselves. He is open. So this, this leper came to him because he is waiting for him. Say, make me clean. How can Jesus say no to such 
a faithful and humble request. I can't imagine it. Almost impossible. Second, seeing the strong faith and the humility, Jesus was moved with compassion, touched the leper, and said to him, it's done, it's done, my son, it's done. Be made clean. Now the question one may ask is, did Jesus violate the law? Did he become unclean by touching the leper? Right? Well, no, he did not violate the law because he is the law. Right? Jesus is the law. And he didn't become pure, impure, because, no, because the purity flowed from him toward the leper to be healed. The purity flowed from Jesus toward the leper to be healed. Speaking of a humility and faith, I think it was J.K. Chesterton who once said, along with faith, humility is the mother of giants. So let us, you and me, strive to live in the sphere of that humility. Third, Jesus cautioned the leper to be quiet about all that happened to him. But asking someone to be quiet after such a healing fell on deaf ear. It's almost impossible to be quiet, right? After all, the leper said, just had gone from experiencing what? Utter humiliation and despair to utter joy. How can he be quiet? How can he be quiet? The leper was compelled to tell everyone what had happened to him. In fact, it became impossible for Jesus to enter any town quietly. People coming to him from all over the place. Fourth, one may ask, did the leper disobey Jesus' request or instruction not to tell anyone about what happened to him? I don't know. You could say yes, you could say no. How could the leper hide his miraculous healing? How can he from the people? He could not. Can you imagine how the leper felt being healed by Jesus? I am sure this encounter provokes a feeling that could not be silenced. Impossible to be silenced. I would call this response from the leper righteous disobedience. It's like just telling someone who has been getting bad grades all his life and he just scored 100 points on a chemistry final test. Do you think he's going to be quiet? I doubt it. I think he's going to go going down Gig Harbor showing everybody the sign I got 100 points after I get a D or an F, right? You know, we could laugh, but in some way we are just like the leper. We are really are. Sometimes due to sin, we live separated from God and our community and our families. But today's gospel encourages us to be by giving us a model to follow. Profess our complete faith in Jesus who died for us and bore our sins. And completely open our hearts to him. We have to do that. He cannot come to us unless we open our hearts to him. Once cleansed by the Holy Spirit, we are to go everywhere and proclaim what had done, what has done to us. And I am thankful for Father Mark who always tells us to do that. We have to go and preach the gospel. How can you hold the grace 
or the joy that you have in your heart once you encounter him and say, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't go spread it out. You can't. You have to do it, right? You have to go and spread it out. The grace is within you. You have to go and show it. Okay, deacon, one might say, what does this mean to us today? Good question. We don't have any leprosy nowadays. Well, the early church fathers often compare sin to leprosy. Leprosy destroys the body. We know that if left untreated. Sin, if unrepented, destroys not just the body, but also destroys the soul. Just like the leper who was healed from leprosy when he encountered Jesus with faith and faith and the humility, you and I can also be healed from our sins if we encounter or pay our, pay our attention, pay attention to Christ in faith and the humility. We are called to completely follow him and trust in trusting obedience, just as Corinthians, one Corinthians commanded us to do. This as this is what glorifies God, trusting obedience. Jesus wants you and me to have a saving relationship with him. He wants to save us. Pope Benedict XVI spoke of the pain that Jesus went through to have this relationship with us. He said, quote, in his death, in his passion, Jesus became a leper, made impure or unclean by our sins to obtain for us forgiveness and salvation. So let us keep the saving relationship with our Christ, with our Lord, strong. He is always there for you and me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.